Good afternoon. This is Lucas from Salesian Sports Broadcasting. And we are here to recap week 15 of the NFL. Today, I'm only and only followed by... Sean. Yeah. Um, well, one of our members are sick and uh, the other guy overslept. Can you guess who the guy overslept was? It was a Giants fan. Typical Giants fan. You know, celebrating his... Uh, his uh, I want to say... You know, somewhat of a victory. We'll get into that later. But uh, first game we're going to recap is the Jets game. And uh, both teams needed this win badly. Uh, specifically the Jets, though. The Jets have been in the playoff race about all year. Other than like the first two or three weeks. And they've sort of took a hit lately. And they lost another game. The number one offense in the league. Or, well, not the number one offense in the league. But they're a hot offense. And... Probably the hottest team going into the league right now. Is there, I think they were 1-6, and six and they are now 7-7. Seven and seven. So in a seven-game stretch, they're 6-1. I don't think you can see a team better than that right now. Other than probably like the Eagles, per se. Uh, and Zach Wilson got the start here, and there was a lot of controversy on Zach Wilson because of that statement he made after the Patriots game when they lost 10-3, when they asked him, do you think that you let your defense down? And he responded quickly saying no. So there's been some heat thrown at Zach Wilson and a lot of shade thrown at him. But with Mike White being injured after the Buffalo game, Zach Wilson took the start and he passed for 317 yards, two TDs and a pick. It just ultimately was not enough. Uh, I mean, you look at it, both teams were pretty close. Uh, Lions did win uh, by a field goal, though, and this was very unfortunate for the Jets. I mean, we, we praised their defense highly, and it, it's by no fault the defense lost. This is a couple mistakes, and I think the key thing here is the Jets didn't have a running game whatsoever. It, it's just... It was bad. Like it, it, uh, The pressure that the Lions had, and the Lions are the worst defense in the league. They literally ranked last. <laughs> and they got four sacks, and the Jets had zero sacks. So, I mean, it it was just a bad game for the Jets. And I think moving forward, I think I think they're done, man, especially with the way AFC is looking. I don't think they can make the playoffs. Like, they're like, they going to have to go on a crazy win streak, but things are toughening up. Yeah, I mean, the Lions have just been really hot, one of the hottest teams playing right now. Um, the Jets, they they played a pretty good game. Zach Wilson, 300 yards, two passing touchdowns, one interception. Um, I mean, they lost by three points. I mean, the Jets the Jets needed this win um, to secure a a good chance to get into the play-ins. Um, I mean, now it's they need to win these next these last few games. Um, the Lions. You know, as I said last week, um, they've been really hot, and I mean that's just a team to watch out for. Um, they play the Panthers next week, so I expect them to win that, um, maybe secure a spot in the playoffs. But I mean, this Lions offense is looking really good right now. Um, their defense isn't that bad right now as well. I mean, they had one of the worst defenses going into the uh, season, um, but now they're. Definitely not the worst. Yeah. 
uh, this next game we're going to recap is the Giants game, ladies and gentlemen. And, <laughs> both teams, both the Commanders and the Giants, needed this to sort of get that seventh, that you know, that that last spot in the NFC. You know, so important for these both franchises because both have been pretty irrelevant. One had to change their name, and um, well. Some controversy was spilled on here, and um, especially on that last play of the game. I counted one flag, which was the offsides, and then as the replay showed, that showed that there was a pass interference. Now everyone's saying, what, um, why don't they just challenge it? Well, because you can't challenge it. Within the last two minutes of the game, all challenges come from the upstairs room, and they did not decide to challenge or look at it anymore. It was a lot of heated in the moment, and um, you know it was just a very unfortunate series of events for the commanders just down the stretch. You know, with the fumble that wasn't originally called a fumble, and then they reviewed it, and it was a fumble. Uh, I mean, it was a lot for the commanders, and the like the double team on Terry McLaurin most of the game was just it was awful. And then even when they fumbled, they still had a chance to stop them and Saquon. I think. His three rushes that drive were, I think it was 13 yards, 14, and then 12. And he he went off. And again, for the commanders, it was frustrating because they led the game in total yards by over 100 or near 199. Uh, just to be um, like, it's like, it's just 99. And it was just, it was a bad game for the commanders. And even still, they had a chance of winning it, and they couldn't. Um, People want to say defense, you know, especially the Giants' defense was good. I mean, both defenses were good, right? The third down efficiency for the Giants, they were 2 for 10, and the Commanders were 1 for 10. So, both defenses were good. The Commanders just allowed a sack. They allowed three sacks, actually. And the Giants didn't allow any. So, that was just, that's really what it was. The Giants right now are looking good for that last spot in the NFC. Which is so meaningful to them because I think <laughs> over the past five years it had a record of I think twelve and fifty something. Yeah, so they've been kind of horrible, but they're getting back on track, sort of. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that last place is just calling their name. I mean, they're not. They can't win their division. They certainly can't get a better record than the Cowboys. I mean. The Commanders, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Giants got a good win. Next week, they play the Vikings. You know, I think they need to hope that they win and hope the Vikings don't play as good. The Commanders, Tyler Heineke, I think, is the best quarterback for this Commanders team. I mean, as I said, Carson Wentz was not doing anything for them. And I think Tyler Heineke has given the Commanders a better chance to get into the playoffs. Um, it's not certain that they will make it, but I mean, they've they're definitely their percentage is definitely going up now since Carson Wentz is not their starting QB. Um, but overall, good win by the Giants. They're eight and five. I mean, I don't think they're going to get up to ten wins. It's unlikely, but. Um, the Giants, I think they're just going to stay in that last spot. I mean, 
unless they lose these next couple of games and then they lose that spot. But you know, I'm hoping to see a, a Giants team in the playoffs. It's been a while. Yeah, for the Giants, you know, all these happy moments means that they have to face San Francisco come January. So I don't know what you guys are really celebrating, the fact that you guys are relevant for one to the fact that you guys are still going to get killed in the playoffs. Um, however, this next game we're going to recap, you already know what it is. It is the Buffalo Bills game, ladies and gentlemen, the Saturday game, Saturday night game. Oh, I've been waiting for this all year, especially since week three as... The Dolphins upset us. You know, we lost by two points. It was a bad game. However, this game was different. And if it wasn't really for that third quarter where we roughed the punter, I mean, what was that? And then, I mean, the third quarter was just brutal. But, you know, we still persevered and we won. And I think this would just come to say, Josh Allen has not had the best of season. This year, All right, I think I can be the first one to admit that too. He really hasn't. However, he was big this year. And whenever we needed him to come big, for the most part, he's came big. And in this game, we needed him to be big, especially on our second to last drive where Josh Allen, I think, took a run. It was anywhere between 40 or 50 yards. And it really just changed the complexity of the game as we were in the red zone. And we ended up punching it in. Uh... It was a touchdown by uh, James Cook, I'm pretty sure, or Dawson Knox. But, yeah, I'd like to say that. And, you know, the Bills right now, they clinch with that win. So they were the first AFC team to clinch. They're still the first seed in the AFC. Makes me really happy, you know, overall the adversity. And I think a comment, especially uh, the guy right next to me, Sean, said, it was a couple of weeks ago, you know, you guys can go back to this saying, the Dolphins are going to win a division. And even Mr. Seifring, you know, after our third loss of the season, coming in and saying, coming in and saying that, um, you know, the Bills are done, the Dolphins are going to win the division. Uh, um, um, yeah, so even Mr. Seifring, you know, uh, bulging into one of these podcasts and making fun of the Bills for losing. Now what? You know, they haven't lost since, and Josh Allen, has, you know, his play has improved. And I love this Bills team, man. And, you know, there is that stat where if you have been on Twitter, you know what the stat is. If not, I'm not going to say it until the playoffs because I don't want to jinx anything. But there is this very interesting stat about the Bills. I like to say as a Bills fan, I'm, I'm happy for the Dawson Knox success that we've had. Uh Dawson Knox, you know, has had a rough couple of uh, months. And the offseason, I think his brother passed away. and It's been really hard on him, so his play has sort of been lackluster because of it. But in every big game that we've had, in every playoff scenario game that we've had this year, which have only been two, against the Chiefs and now against the Dolphins, he's came big, and he's gotten a touchdown for us. So Dawson Knox, I love to see it. One more thing. Mm. Tredavious White is back, ladies and gentlemen. He is back and he is in form. Did you see the way he locked up Tyreek Hill? Especially on that 4th and 11 when it started snowing? I mean, Jesus, man. This is the cornerback that we needed. I'm sick and tired of seeing Dane Jackson on the field. His defense is poor. It is piss-poor defense. It is horrible. 
such a devious way. Welcome back to the team. Kair Alam, you better learn from that, man. He was he was a great cornerback. He still is a great cornerback, trust. But uh yeah, this Bills team, it's just nothing but positives moving forward, man. Nothing but positives. We're still that contending team from last year. You know, we could have had Vaughn Miller, but look, we got to be look, we got to be honest with ourselves. Last year the Bills were Super Bowl contenders without Vaughn Miller. It's the same team without Vaughn Miller, right? He's injured. So, we're still Super Bowl contenders. Cry about it all you want. <laughs> the Bills are the first seed. They stay atop of the AFC. Yeah, I mean, this is just the Bills team that everyone wants to see. They want to see a successful Buffalo team. My, the Dolphins, they've lost. They've now lost three straight. <laughs> I mean, it's a close game. Closer than I expected. Um, it's just, man, I mean, I really wanted the Dolphins to win. But they ended up losing, and here we are. Miami, I mean, they're 8-6. and six. They're most likely to get into the playoffs. I mean, I don't see them. I mean, they play the Packers, who have been playing hot recently. I don't expect them to lose that game, especially in Miami. The Bills, I respect the Bills. I respect them. I mean, they're, they're a great team. Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Stephon Diggs, one of my favorite wide receivers. I'm not, I can't lie about that. Um, I mean, the Bills have just, they've just proven that they can be good teams. I mean, we've seen it in the past. Um, now they've beaten the Dolphins, who have been hot. Um, I mean, now they've gone colder. So, I mean, I don't expect much going the next couple of games. But, I mean, the Bills just, you got to expect them to keep on winning and bring this momentum into the playoffs. Maybe make it farther last time. Maybe make it to the Super Bowl. Who never, who knows. Why the Cowboys? I mean, the Bills, if they keep playing like this, they're definitely uh, Super Bowl contenders. Um, the Dolphins, they're not Super Bowl contenders. I, I don't I don't see them going that far. Um, but overall, good win by the, uh, the Bills. <sighs> yeah, and, um, I think especially during that last drive for the Buffalo Bills, you know, when it's snowing and Josh Allen is not afraid to throw the ball, I think his first throw in the snow is a 17-yard dot, an absolute laser beam to Gabe Davis. And again, time and time again, we just have clutch plays. Dawson Knox is one of them. Gabe Davis is another one. Dick is another one. This team has this team has weapons everywhere. Yeah. They're just starting to heat up at the perfect moment. Uh, one thing I like to say is we won another close game. That's been the talk of the town lately, that the Bills can't win close games and all this. And I think most of our recent games have been close games, and we've won them. So, you know, people want to talk. It's all right. But I tell you about this Bills team, it'll gain experience from our losses. And we persevered, and we won. Uh, this, uh, this next game I want to talk about. 
The Chiefs and the Texans. And this is the second week in a row that the Texans give a playoff team a run for their money. <laughs> and, I mean, going into the halftime, the score was 14-13. The Chiefs were down for the majority of the game. And in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs force overtime. And then they get the interception. The Chiefs get an interception. And, or, I, I don't know, how I, I forgot how the Chiefs got the ball, but they got the ball... And they marched down and they won. Um, I think here, I think the Chiefs just, honestly, I, I don't think they took the game too seriously. I mean, of course, everyone plays to win, but, you know, scouting against quite literally the worst team in the league who haven't gotten a win since week three or four. And this Texans team is just horrible. And, you know, they're using three quarterbacks, you know, Davis Mills, Jeff Driscoll, Kyle Allen. Now this, um, this, uh, you know, it's just they even they had Philip Dorsett throw a pass that game. I mean, it 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 was just bad. The Texans have problems everywhere, and they just cannot recover from the loss of De, um, Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. It's just been bad to see overall, but um. Yeah, nonetheless, the Texans have been playing better football recently. And this Chiefs team, again, they're just they're going to keep prevailing and they're not going to stop winning, which is making it hard on Buffalo to really maintain that number one seed because Buffalo's game is, games are so, somewhat tough, you know. But um, in all honesty, teams like Kansas City right now, they're just focusing on the playoffs. They're not really taking much of the... Um, much of the regular season serious anymore, especially facing the Texans. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, I mean, the Texans have just been a joke of a team this season. Um, the Chiefs, I mean, they've, they're one of the best teams in the AFC, and I think they said we're not going to try. I mean, when they brought that into overtime, I think the Chiefs were like, okay, we cannot lose this game. They tried. I think they scored within the first five, six minutes of overtime, and Chiefs ended up winning. Um, I believe that win brought them uh, a division title. Um, I think they've won that division for the past four, four. five, six years. Yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a long time. I mean, I I see the Chiefs just. Um, I see them winning their division over and over again. And I mean, this Patrick Mahomes is just wanting a Super Bowl ring. And I think the Chiefs have a good chance to get there. Um, I mean, they have a they have to face a team like Buffalo, who I think they won last year. But I mean, this Buffalo team is looking good. So we'll see if the Chiefs can win or lose against them. I mean... That's about it for the Chiefs. I mean, the Texans. I mean, I don't. This team is just not great. Davis Mills. He isn't a bad quarterback. He isn't the best, but um, you know, I think definitely he can evolve over the off season, and I think he can maybe bring this Texans team to more than one win. I mean, it's definitely possible. Um, I mean, the Chiefs. 
they just keep on winning, and I mean, this team is elite. Yeah, and this next game we're going to recap uh, has one of the funniest endings ever. It's it's very unfortunate that Nick isn't here because it is the Patriots and the Raiders, and this is like, this is just, I mean, I, I have no words. At least take it to overtime. You know, do something, but, I mean, Jesus. And, you know, the Patriots made a comeback this game. Um, they were down 17-3 to at halftime. And to tie it up, and then you just blow it in a ridiculous way. I mean, that was just stupid. Um, I don't know if that is planned. Belichick... I mean, he always has the same face before a game, after a game, after a win, after a loss. He just looked like Belichick, and I don't know how mad he could have been. I don't know if that was the plan, but, you know, the game ending, you know, they run the ball, and then they lateral it back, and Jacoby Myers tries to lateral it back, and then Chandler Jones catches it, legit stiff arms, like, makes Matt Jones sit down, he just tells him, sit down, and Runs it in for six, and that's the end of the game. I mean, that that was a crazy ending. And this is a crucial loss for the Patriots as they're also trying to fight for a playoff spot. And with this win, they would have the same record as the Chargers, but they just can't seem to get it done. And you now we see time and time again how crucial losses, like like how crucial these losses can be. And this one loss, if they don't make it because of a loss or because of one game, they're gonna look back at this game. It was just sad because the Patriots played so well this game. And it just feels like nothing could go their way, even the last play. Quite literally, it did not just go their way. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots, I mean, they've played really good football over the past couple of games. Um, they won last week against the Cardinals, now losing this week to the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders... We're off to a bad start. I mean, the Raiders... Um, the Raiders have just been doing so well. And I mean, this is a good win for the Raiders. I mean, they're 6-8. and eight. It's not really looking like a playoff team. Um, I mean, the Patriots need... They need to win next week. I mean, they have the Bengals. I mean, that's, that's just... A tough team already. I mean, the Bengals have just been on fire recently. Um, and I mean, it's, if the Patriots want to fight for a playoff spot, they they need to play smart football next Saturday. Um, and I mean, it's possible that they could win. I mean, anything's possible. We've seen a bunch of teams that weren't supposed to win this week, and they won. I'm talking about one team in particular. I'm not going to mention the team. Um, but, I mean, this the Patriots need to win this week. I mean, that, this win would determine if they would make it to the playoffs. I mean, the play-in is not bad, but it's still better than being sitting at home on your couch and watching better teams playing. Yeah, crucial blow for the New England Patriots. On the merge of disappointing losses, I don't think I can uh, 
miss this one. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? America's team. You know, on Sunday, uh, you know, there's been an interesting stat lately. Whenever America, uh, whenever the Cowboys lose, America wins. I feel like this is the most hated team around the league. You cannot name a team that is more hated than the Dallas Cowboys. And it is for reasons like this, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to say a couple weeks ago they were ten and three, and they blamed all of their losses on Cooper Rush having a backup quarterback, despite having their starting quarterback losing week one, only getting like eighty yards and two quarters, I think it was, which is awful. Man. Since the first game back of Dak Prescott, I said that he throws a lot of interceptions, and. Even against the Packers, he'd thrown two interceptions. And I said, if he keeps throwing interceptions, he's going to lose games that he's not supposed to lose. And these Cowboys fans that grew all cocky because they had a great defense and Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. Well, yeah, let me keep something straight to you guys. You guys had one sack in five quarters of football and allowed 40 points to a sophomore quarterback with no receivers. So congratulations to that. Also, about these... uh. How about them Cowboys? So, Dak Prescott with the uh, two interceptions. I mean, this thing, the Cowboys have just shown, this is their second week in a row, that they're just not built for the playoffs, and they're not built to be a good team. You know, you stomp on teams like the Colts. Like, congratulations, they choked the 33-point lead. Well, we'll get into that one later. But, you know, this Cowboys, this is a disappointing loss. And especially facing the Eagles this week, where Cowboys fans said that they wanted this matchup all year long, and they wanted to prove that they're better than the Eagles. And listen, the Eagles won't lose this game, and they won't. They will not allow the Jaguars to put up forty on their heads. And Micah Parsons, let's see what he did this game. He had one tackle and one assisted tackle, and he got your only sack of the game. Javon Diggs did nothing. And it's just it's it, it it's been just nothing but misery and bad for the Cowboys. It seems to always haunt them. And this time it's just not in the playoffs. And who knows if you guys gotta play Brady again. And he beat you guys pretty badly in the first week. So, you know, this Cowboys team is a lot of people were high on them, but I think their high hopes have sort of died down. You know, and this Cowboys team is not for real. You know, you lose some games like this and I mean, Trevor Lawrence passed for 318 yards and four touchdowns. Um, I don't even know who this is. Oh, Zay Jones. Okay, I know who Zay Jones is, but um, Zay Jones had three touchdowns on you. And my man, Evan Engram, came clutch for me in fantasy. A great pickup against the Cowboys. And I started home despite playing the Cowboys. So, uh, yeah, you know, Sean, I know you have a lot of word for this game, so... This this is just this is a disappointing loss. The Cowboys came in winning this game. They were up. What was it? Twenty one seven going into halftime, and they let the Jaguars score twenty seven in two quarters. I mean. This is two games in a row where we've, we've almost lost. 
I mean, this is just, this is not what the Cowboys, this is not what we were supposed to do. I mean, we play the Eagles on Christmas Eve. Um, I'm not going to say the Cowboys are going to win that game. Um, I mean, the Cowboys have clinched a playoff spot due to the Giants winning. But even though the Cowboys have a playoff spot, doesn't mean that they're going to go far. I mean, you have teams like the Jaguars, who are not even probably not going to make the playoffs, and they're still beating us. I mean, this is just... This is just... I turned this game off as soon as I saw the interception. I didn't want to I didn't want to see the rest. <sighs> Mike McCarthy. Man, this is just... Uh, I, I hate to see it. I mean, we play the Titans and the Commanders after the Eagles. We need to win those two games. Um, I mean, that's that's about it. I mean, the Jaguars, they're 6-8. and eight. Their playoff run, their playoff spot is not over. They could still make it. I mean, we have to see the teams like, we have to see a team like the Seahawks and the Giants keep on losing. I mean, if you want to see if the Jaguars have to keep winning. Um, and this Thursday is crucial to them. Playing the Jets, who have been struggling. Um, but I mean, the Jaguars, they're not a bad team. But we should have never lost them. It's its just disappointing. That's a 40 ball. 40 points on the Dallas Cowboys head. Yeah, I still can't get it through. But uh, how about them Cowboys, right? Yeah, and uh, this week started off with a very crucial game within the Niners and the Seahawks. And the Seahawks have sort of cooled down a little bit from their loss. I mean, yeah, um, from their hot streak and now losing two in a row. It's just, been, it's just been brutal. They lost this game too, 21-13 to the Niners. And it really just shows that my theory was true. The Niners don't need a good quarterback to win football games. You know, when you have the weapons as CMC, you have Kittle, you have Debo, and then on defense you have Fred Warner and um, Nick Bosa and just all these guys. And Traverius Ward, who's very underrated as a cornerback, in my opinion. It's just, I mean... It, it's too much for a team to handle. And although this was mostly a defensive game for both sides of the field, Kittle made two very big catches. Well, one of them being like a 50-yard touchdown reception. And it, it's just, it's been a lot for, you know, for teams to handle. And this defense just locking them up, like just locking up the Seattle Seahawks. Again, the Seahawks not having a rushing attack 70 yards and they lost just seems like it's been the trend for every single one of their losses. Every time they lose, they cannot run the football efficiently. And they had Kenny Walker back this week. It's just, it's been really bad. But, you know, nonetheless, Gino still, I mean, when you force Gino Smith to throw 44 times, it's not going to be a good sighting. You know, even with Lockett, Metcalf, and Noah Fan having big games, it's just... It, it, it just wasn't enough. And the Niners, they just overpower teams ahead of them. And that's what we hoped for when they traded for CMC. And they've got what they, they, got what they needed. So, 
you know, it was a great win for the Niners as they now ahead of the Cowboys. I didn't appreciate the last comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Niners, I mean, as Lucas said, they don't need a good quarterback. I mean, Brock Purdy is just, he's doing well. I mean, he started the past, the past three games. I believe the Niners are on a seven-game win streak. They are. Um, they play the Commanders on Saturday. I expect them to win. This Niners team is good. It's actually not good. It's actually really good. Um, one of the best teams in the NFC. Um, I mean, the 49ers are looking like a playoff contender, and they're looking like they can go far into the playoffs. Um, last year, we saw them beat the Cowboys first round. I mean, that wasn't expected, especially in Dallas. The Seahawks, however, I mean, they've just been struggling these past couple of games. I mean, they lost the game to the Panthers recently. That was that, that was not a game that they should have lost. Now they play the Chiefs. I mean, if the Seahawks win, that'll be good for the Seahawks. The Chiefs don't really have anything to lose if they lose. Um, but if the Seahawks want to see the playoffs this year, they need to win this game. Um, especially win these next couple of games after this. Um, I mean, this is just key. I mean, Geno Smith is not a bad quarterback. I definitely put him in top 10, maybe top 12 quarterback. Um, but I mean, the Seahawks aren't a bad team with DJ Metcalf. Um, they lost, um, I believe they lost Rashad Penny earlier. Um, they have Noah Font, Kenny Walker the third, Tyler Lockett. I mean, this, this team is, this team is stacked. Um, but they need to win games. I mean, although the Seahawks didn't put up a great um, game, only giving only putting up thirteen points, they were favored in this game. Um, not sure why the Forty Niners are Forty um, ers are succeeding right now. Um, but I mean, they need to win these next couple games if they want to see the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, speaking about playoffs, uh, a team on Saturday not named the Bills also clinched a playoff spot. So they were the first game slot in uh, Saturday. Huh. Huh. The Minnesota Vikings. As the Indianapolis Colts, this was played in Minnesota and for a long time, a very, very long time, including me, I thought that the Vikings lost this game and mannerly fashion as they were down 33 nothing uh, going into halftime I mean this game was just brutal I turned it off at halftime I said this day I said this is such a waste of my Saturday I was getting ready to watch the football like, even more football and next thing I know the game is uh, 36-14 and all of a sudden, there's just a slight hope that maybe, just maybe, 
maybe just maybe, you know, this Vikings team can pull off the comeback. And, oh, they did. And they even took them to overtime, and the Colts got the ball first. And the Vikings stopped the Colts and got a game-winning field goal. I mean, this is just amazing. And it just feels like... And it just feels like no matter what happens, you know, and throughout history in the NFL, teams that have made great comebacks and almost impossible comebacks in place have just always been the Vikings. I mean, starting with the Minneapolis Miracle and even having the game of the year this year, which I don't think is the game of the year anymore. It has to be this game, surely. And now this game, I mean, the Vikings are just... They love um, they love coming back, and it's just it's just been really really great. And they clinch a spot with this win, and praise to Justin Jefferson. He had 123 yards and a, uh, and a touchdown, and even KJ Osborne coming up clutch with 157 yards. I just don't like how uh, Kirk Cousins threw the ball 54 times this game, but 518 total yards, and that's something you don't have a rushing attack. But uh, the Colts are just I mean, they're a horrible team. You've seen them allow 20 points in one quarter to Dallas, so Minnesota can do it, too. Yeah, I mean, this, this, the Colts were favored to win after halftime, being up 33 nothing. But, I mean, we've all see, seen teams that have, that have allowed big points in quarters, and the Colts have done it now. Twice in a row. Over 20 points in the fourth quarter. Um, Vikings, I mean, I think they're just... I mean, we've seen Justin Jefferson have um, a couple bad games. um, But that doesn't stop Kirk Cousins to throw it to Osborne or Cook or Thielen. Um, There's definitely other options. And I mean, he threw it to all four of them. Uh, They each... All got a touchdown. Um, Justin Jefferson has been looking strong these past couple of weeks. I mean, Justin Jefferson is just, he's really preparing for the playoffs. And he wants to bring Minnesota a great, a good playoff experience. Um, we definitely haven't seen it in a while. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the Vikings have just been, they've just been looking solid. I mean, they've won that division from, I believe, week four, week five. I mean, we've seen the Packers have a slow start. Um, so, so are the Lions. So both of those teams are now stepping up. But uh, the Vikings have just done something special this year. And, I mean, Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins are obviously names that are spoken out, just have brought these wins to them. The Colts. Losing Jonathan Taylor for the rest of the year won't really show much um, as they've struggled. Um, they've now lost four straight. Um, and this team is just... I expected high standards on this team. Um, I mean, I think they're third in their division behind the Jaguars and they're behind the Titans. I mean, this, this Colts team needs to... Um, do something next year um, if they want to win that division. It's very possible. Um, but, I mean, both the Texans and the Jaguars aren't that bad. So, yeah, we have to see the Colts make some make some moves or 
try to improve improve their players. Yeah, I mean, this just shows it's like the Colts. It's just been it's been just disgraceful to the league what they've done. And this is the final string for Colts fans. I don't think you can stay with them much longer after this loss. This next game I've been very excited to talk about as I've been really high on this team and people have always, you know, every time I'm high on a team and people always contradict me, they always end up doing good. This team's on a six-game win streak. The Cincinnati Bengals. This was another comeback win as they were down 17-3. Going into halftime and after the third quarter, they were up 20-17. Like, this just shows the game of football and Burrow not having the best first half and picking it up in the second half, throwing four touchdown passes and not even having a rushing game. I I mean, against some pressure that we've just, we see it all the time with uh, with the Bengals. You can just walk all over their offensive line. And Burrow was hurried all game and he still manages to, to throw four touchdowns and and you know it's just it's been it's been really bad for the Bucks down the stretch. If it's not one thing, it's the other. And um, you know Brady throwing two interceptions. It's just again, it's been bad for the Bucks. It's mostly been their defense allowing thirty four points and really allowing uh, twenty one in the second half. It's it's just it's been. Or 31 in the second half. It's just been really bad. Um, you know, and no rushing game for Brady at all. And it just results to no success because Brady is, he, you know, he only throw the ball so much times. and He only has so many plays. But this is a great win for the Bengals. And with the Raiders, I mean, not the Raiders, with the Ravens losing it, it, it only increases their chances of winning the division even more. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Bucks have just not played their best football these past couple of games. I mean, last week they played the 49ers, and now they played the Bengals, two very hot teams um, coming into this week. Joe Burrow has proven to himself that he's a top quarterback in the league. Um, being down by 13, 14 points going into halftime, scoring 17 in the third, I mean, this Bengals team has just been looking really good these past couple weeks. I mean, especially with Jamar Chase coming back off of an injury. Um, I mean, you you have Jamar Chase, you have Joe Mixon, you have T. Higgins. You have all these options that Joe Burrow can throw to. I mean, Joe Burrow just likes throwing the ball. Um, and I mean, this Bengals team is just, I think we've seen him improve. Um, like last year, um, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl last year. I mean, we never expected that. Um, and now they're not the highest Super Bowl contenders, but you could put them up there. Um, for the Bucks, I mean, they were up. I mean, just the defense just was getting lazy, letting these touchdowns get through. Um, I mean. Just it's sad to see Tom Brady maybe his last year. Um, who knows? He could change his mind whenever. 
Um, if it's his last year, I mean, having a losing record and still getting to the playoffs, um, I mean, that just tells you how much the NFC South, their division has just not, it's just isn't improving. Um, the Falcons have moved all, all the way to last place. The Saints and the Panthers are all five and nine. They're, I mean, just unless the Bucks lose these next couple of games and somehow the Panthers win their next two and then they end up winning their division. I mean, it's, I mean, just, it's just sad to see Tom Brady play maybe his last season with a losing Bucks team. I mean, it's just sad. Yeah, it's sad. It's even more sad that they're going to win their division being two games under five hundred, And uh, you put them in any other division and they're a second-place team at best. Uh, this next game we're going to recap is the Eagles and the Bears, ladies and gentlemen. And this game was a lot closer than I even thought. Um, I'm very high on the Eagles because I think they are the second best well-rounded team in the league. Behind Buffalo, of course. I mean, the only thing that the Eagles beat them in Buffalo is a way better offensive line because I mean, the Buffalo offensive line is horrible. It's just, it's god-awful. Did you see that third quarter on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, yep. he doesn't have anything to work with. And he's still such a great quarterback. Though. But no, this Bears game, uh, I mean, Justin Fields balled out again. Uh, it's nothing much I can say. He's he's been really uh, showing off the second half of the season, uh, doing it uh, on the air with his legs. He he ran or he rushed for ninety five yards. Justin Fields, I think, this is just proving that he's a couple weapons and a defense away from really making some noise. I mean, his best receiver this game, I guess you can arguably say, is either Byron Pringle or running back David Montgomery. Guys, he has no one to throw it to. It's really bad. He doesn't have a single person to throw it to. And, you know, we like we just keep seeing it time and time again. You know, and the Bears keep losing close games because they don't have that guy, you know, to carry them in the back. And it's only so much Justin Fields can do if receivers don't catch the ball. And yeah, it's just been really bad. But um you know, we see the Eagles here and Hurts throwing two interceptions this week. Uh, he got three rushing touchdowns, but I don't know. It was, just, it was just a down game for Hurts, and now he's um set to be injured. So that'll be interesting. But I think Gardner Minshew is still good enough to win a game against the Cowboys. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback, and mm, yes, having yes. the best offensive line and receiving core of A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Quez Watkins. You know, getting into AJ Brown, he also helped out my fantasy team a lot. I wonder who I'm playing in the in the fantasy football playoffs. You want to say Sean? Me? Yeah, I am, and I'm up by 38 points. All thanks to some people he traded me for. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Devonta Smith also had a great game, and he's also on my fantasy team. He's just on my bench because my receiving core is so stacked <laughs> due to a trade that was. You know, it was highly emotional. Um, I will say that. It's questionable by the guy who made the trade. Yeah, very questionable. That's why I did the trade, because I knew I was going to win it. Uh, but uh, Devonta Smith has just been, again, in the second half, he was just showing off, man. And 
and the, 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 like this Eagles team is just scary. Like every game they get scarier and scarier. And this has been a setback. And you know, not having Hurts this Saturday can also be a major setback for them. But you know, we'll see, and only time will tell. But this again, this just shows that that, that Jalen Hurts is a winner. No matter what he does, he finds a way to win games. He he really is the ultimate winner. And they're winning the division, and they're winning first seed in the NFC. So, congratulations, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I mean, this Eagles team has just been on fire. I mean, this, from the beginning of the season, Eagles have just been winning games, um, especially important games against people in their division like the Giants and the Commanders actually the Commanders beat them as their only loss um, they've also beaten the Cowboys um, so I mean Jalen Hurst is just proving that he's a talk for MVP um, I definitely put him in the conversation I mean what he's doing to this team even though he could be injured for a game or two he's definitely still looking maybe be an MVP. Um, I mean, as you said, this wide receiver core, I mean, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Watkins, I mean, this is this is a good three right here. Um, and they will win the game um, if you have Sanders and Gainwell not perform. Um, you have those options as the wide receiver to win the games. Um, I mean, the Eagles, um, they obviously have the division in their hands. Um, with a win this Saturday, I think that would definitely officially um, claim the division for the Eagles. Um, I mean, they're, they're still going to make it far into the playoffs. Um, I definitely see them get to maybe the Super Bowl, um, maybe just right at the Super Bowl, right before the Super Bowl. Uh, who, who knows? The Bears just, I mean, this star player, I mean, Justin Fields has just been the Bears star player for the past couple of weeks with um, Mooney being out for the rest of the season. Um, Fields has nobody to throw it to. Um, I mean, the Bears still made it close. Um, they only lost by five. Uh, Montgomery had two out of the three touchdowns that the Bears had that game. Um, it's just saying that Justin Fields is not a bad quarterback as people thought. Um, I mean, he's just he's playing good. I mean, he would play so much better if he had people to throw it to. Um, that's definitely what the Bears need to work on next season. Um, I mean, this is just this is just sad to see Justin Fields, who's been playing really well, and the Bears are four and eleven. Um, but the Bears, I mean, they're out of the playoffs. We've known that from the beginning of the year. Um, definitely, we could see some more improvements from the Bears team, but the Eagles, I mean. They're just going to keep flying. Um, they'd fly right through the playoffs. Um, and, you yeah, know, this Eagles team is definitely one of the best. 
Yeah, and this next game we're going to recap is uh, the Titans and the Chargers. And, uh, you know, it's been a... I've been proven wrong, and I've been slandering this Chargers team for a very long time, and specifically Justin Herbert. And although he did throw two interceptions against a very uh, tough Titans defense, um... Justin Herbert threw for 313 yards, and he led them to a victory, a 17-14 victory, and now they're in the hunt for, you know, the AFC playoff picture, and I really hope if, you know, that win against the Dolphins really makes them, because I don't want to see the Dolphins in the playoffs. I don't like the Dolphins. <laughs> I don't like to attack Maloya. He's, he's bad. And, you know, the Dolphins make a lot of noise, especially if, you know, you had that absurd comment of them win the division. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, you don't know if I'm all to say that. But yeah, it's still um, better than the Bills. No, no, better than the Bills. Nope. But um, <laughs> this is a great win for the Chargers. And Austin Eckler having a huge game. And some guy named Joshua Kelly. That, uh, he's a rookie. I guess. You, don't, you don't know Joshua Kelly? No, I don't. You know, he had a touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and he was huge. And Keenan Allen joined up big, exactly what he needed to for this Chargers team. But I think their defense really has to be praised here. Um, they had four sacks. They neutralized Derrick Henry. They didn't stop him, but they neutralized him. Um, you know, he really couldn't get much going. And I think the Titans' problem, and I think Mike Vrabel knows it, it's really just a quarterback. Uh, really how far Tannehill can take them and you know he can only take them so far and he knows that Tannehill's a liability yeah. it, it's a, it's a very unfortunate series of events and his receiving cords doesn't help him at all either uh, Oconquo is their rookie tight end and he's relating receptions and then you know Chris Conley like this is in 2015 I'm sorry, Robert Woods. Like this isn't 2016 either or 17, or we made uh, 2018 where he made the Super Bowl with the Rams. I mean, <laughs> their receiving core just got awful. I mean, you just, I mean, as good as their defense is, if you can't get open, it's not going to result to anything. It's really what it was. But Kevin Byard, one of my favorite defensive players in the league, you know, behind uh, Trey Wide and. Jesse Bates, oh, but I love Kevin Byard too. He's really up there. He got an interception against Justin Herbert today, so I like to see that at least. Yeah, I mean this Chargers team is. You know, we've looked before in the past weeks. They were looking like um, they weren't going to win their division. Um, they were looking more as a team in the hunt. I mean, these past couple of wins. I mean, now they're looking like a team that's. In the playoffs, um, I mean, I think if they win these next games, um, you have the Rams, not the Rams, you have the Raiders lose one more game. I mean, that just kind of secures that spot for the Chargers. Um, I, I like the Chargers. I'm not, I don't disrespect the Chargers. The Chargers are a good team, um, especially Justin Herbert. He's people. I mean, there's some conversation where Justin Herbert is. Over an overhyped quarterback. Um, people said he's 
good. Some people say he's top five, top ten. I mean, you know, I, I'd maybe put him top fifteen at most. I think Justin Herbert is doing this Chargers team a good job. He's doing what the Chargers expect him to do, but he's not really leading the Chargers as people thought he would. I think Austin Eckler, I mean, I think he's just been that solid running back who people see um, as that best player on that Chargers team. The Titans, on the other hand, I mean, that the AFC South division has just been on shambles. I mean, you have the Jaguars who could possibly win that division. Um, they just need two more wins, and the Titans need to lose. I mean, they play the Texans. I mean, anything could happen, but um, the Titans team has not been the best. I mean, Ryan Tannehill has done an okay job as their quarterback. Uh, Derrick Henry has not been um, one of the best running backs that we've seen. Um, we've definitely seen Derrick Henry go off a couple games. Um, I mean, but if the Titans want to make it far, we need to see um, Derrick Henry go off every game. Um, and Ryan Tannehill to do well. Um, not be questionable and miss a couple games, and that ruins the Titans' chances. Um, but overall, I mean, the Chargers just, they're looking like a playoff team right now. Yeah, and that was a huge win for them. And, uh,. This last game I want to recap is the Ravens and the Browns. And this is a very disappointing loss for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I mean for the Baltimore Ravens. As, uh, you know, you lose Lamar Jackson and you start with Tyler Huntley. And, you know, you try, to, you try to make stuff work and nothing is working. And even with a great rushing attack, they only scored three points. Not being able to get in the end zone once and... Mark Andrews with their leading yards leader, three receptions and 31 yards. I mean, it's just, it's been god awful for this Ravens team offensively during the second half. And Deshaun Watson didn't even play as good as people thought he would play, only passing for 161 yards. And it's, it, you know, Nick Chubb not even scoring a touchdown. And even still, they're just persevering. The Browns and they win. And, this is a crucial blow for uh, for the Ravens as they're now second place in their division with the Bengals now on top. And it's just it's been really sad to see. And the Ravens do this time and time again every year. You know, always Lamar getting injured. It just seems like whatever is, is making them good also holds them back at the end. And, you know, no words to say here. And uh, this Browns team, I think right now they're just looking for the future. You know, they're probably out of the playoffs. Most likely, they don't have a much. Uh, they don't have much division wins or AFC wins to begin with, anyway. So they're probably not going to make it. But I'm just going to see how far they can go with Deshaun Watson and just look for the future now. It's, it's all. It's all. It's all you really got to hope for now. Yeah, um, I mean the Browns team was not the team that was expected to win. I mean the Ravens just were expected. Um, the Ravens just weren't playing like the Ravens we've seen in the past. Uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson has been out. Um, 
I believe he won't play for the rest of the season. Um, there is a chance that he will make it for the playoffs. Um, the Ravens will make the playoffs with their 9-5 and record. But um, I just think the Ravens, I think the Ravens and the Bengals are the teams to fight for in their division. Um, I mean, those two other teams, they're just not good enough to beat the Bengals or the Ravens. The Browns, as Lucas said, I think they just need to look ahead about how they can improve. Um, the Browns aren't a bad team um, to begin with. Oh, you have Amari Cooper, Jacoby Brissett. I mean, this is Kareem Hunt. I mean, this team isn't bad. Um, they definitely need to um, maybe make some improvements to um, maybe secure a second place spot in their division. Um, I mean, the Ravens, we'll see how they do the next couple of years. The Bengals, I think they're always going to be the Bengals. I mean, I think they're always going to win their division from now on with Joe Burrow. Um, I think he just, he has the dog in him. I mean, he's just, he's just been playing really well. Um, the Browns, I mean, the Browns just need to look for the future. I mean, they just need to see what's ahead of them and how they could become a better team. Yeah, and uh, I think that concludes our Week 15 NFL recap. However, we always got to do our Thursday night and uh, Monday night predictions of this oh Thursday night game is the Jaguars versus the Jets. Oh, my. You know, the Jaguars, they can easily still be in the playoffs. You know, they can even win their division. Uh, if they win every game and hopefully the Titans lose a couple but um, I don't know I really don't know uh, what to go with here you know I think uh, Zach Wilson is starting this game it is played in New Jersey not in New York <clears throat> get it right <laughs> I think I have the Jaguars winning this game you know, I mean, they just put up forty on the Dallas Cowboys against the worst defense in the league. The Jets couldn't even score twenty points, and they lost. And they're just on a cold streak. And the team doesn't even like Zach Wilson. However, Trevor Lawrence has been a beast. He's been a monster the second half, and having a seventeen touchdowns to one interception ratio. He's a good quarterback. And you know, a great win against the Dallas Cowboys. So. I got, I have the Jaguars winning this game, and uh, for Monday night, it's the Chargers and the Colts, and I must be stupid if I choose the Colts, <laughs> especially after blowing a 33-point lead, yeah, you gotta give them 50 points. Um, so yeah, I have the Chargers winning this game, and so I have Jaguars and Chargers, although, you know, I love Sauce Gardner, it's definitely becoming my favorite cornerback in the league, but uh, other than that, those are my picks. For Thursday, I am going to go with the Jets. <laughs> I cannot say the other team. I don't. I despise them now, even though they're a good team. Um, it's just because they beat my team this week. Um, I can't mention. I can't mention their team. They don't deserve it. For Monday, I think. 
I think I have to go with the Chargers. I mean, the Colts have just... I don't, I don't know how you blow a 33-point lead. Like, that's just insane. I mean, it's back-to-back games. I mean, the Colts have just been bad. Um, in the bad. I mean, the Colts played good in the first half of both games. Just the second half, that just... They just went away from them. Um, but yeah, I have the Chargers and the Jets. Well, that concludes our uh, Week 15 NFL recap. You guys already know the three words, the three key words to know for the week. It's, uh, you know, if you need to be reminded, is a uh, let's go Buffalo. So, you know, why not? You know, the Bills are New York's team. And soon will be America's team and hopefully Super Bowl champs one day. You're going to lose this weekend. Absolutely not. To the Bears, yeah. Not, not to Justin Fields. Bears. <laughs> Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, that concludes Week 15 NFL Recap. We will, our next recap will actually be in 2023, the new year. I think it'll be around the playoff time, if not Week 18. So, you know, we have I can't wait for the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. Yay. Yeah, we're in the first round. It's <laughs> 